0: I'm here with Tom Lukowski, Vice President of Accessibility with Comcast. Hi, Tom.
1: Hi, Debbie. How are you doing?
0: Great. It's so wonderful to have a chance to talk with you and to have you as one of our sponsors for our very first virtual ACB National right. Convention. Right.
1: this occasion.
0: Here we are. We're doing this virtual thing, and we're featuring so much about accessibility, and here you are to talk about one of the leading providers of accessibility. Wow. Well,
1: thanks, and we're, we're happy to be part of it and always appreciate the work that we do and the partnership that we have with ACB. So this is a great day.
0: It is a great day. Talk to us about what's happening with Comcast and accessibility these days.
1: So at this convention, different venues will be talking about our work in broadband and high speed internet and an app that you can use called XFI to manage your home network. So in the past, you used to have to navigate the website of your router, right? And that wasn't always as accessible as we'd like it to be. Mm -hmm. And we want to make managing your home network very easy. And the way to do that we found is to develop an app available for both iOS and Android, where you can sign in and control the devices that are on your network. You can even pause network uh, connectivity for devices. So a lot of parental controls, a lot of parents like that, pause the kids' uh, devices at dinner time or what have you, set limits. Um, You can... Create profiles. So in my house, I have you know four or five, maybe six devices. It seems I'm adding a device every week these days <laughs> uh, under my profile, and that helps me manage it. You know, my son has some gaming consoles and computers, and you know, my wife generally just has the uh, iPhone or smartphone, and she's content with that. And so mm-hmm. her profile is is a lot, lot smaller. But uh, in that profile, you, you can get at each device. You can you know get alerts when a new device comes onto your network. So if you give somebody your network SSID and password, and beyond all of this network management capability, you can you can measure speed uh,
0: mm.
1: from your device to a server. You can measure speed, you know, what we call speed tests mm-hmm. from your gateway to the server gateway being the router that we provide. Then beyond all of that, we're starting to bring in our smart home automation technology under XFi. So Mm. in mine, I have security cameras, and I can bring up the uh, cameras in XFi. We'll, over the next couple of quarters, be adding thermostats and lighting controls. Oh, wow.
0: I've actually seen
1: developer builds of that. Folks on my team are testing it now. So I can speak with a fairly high degree of confidence that we're going to be in good shape on this in a couple of quarters when it gets released. And you'll start to see these things come out over time. So I think that's the big news right now is XFI. You know, usually when we come to convention, we talk about video. And mm-hmm. video is still important, of course. But I... I'm pretty excited about smart home, and this is one way to get it without paying any extra fee. You're not going to get 24-7 security with XFi like you would with Xfinity Home or, or mm-hmm. you know, another security provider, but you will get the benefit to access home automation. I would say it is very accessible. I would say very accessible and increasingly accessible are good ways to describe XFi. We definitely want to bring lots more under the x umbrella and whether it's our own thermostat or third-party thermostats we have a works with xfinity program and so yale door locks and lutron light switches and other smart devices are supported the other piece that we have with this is a very easy way to you know uh we have what we call x pods these are little pods they look like a pod that you plug into an electrical outlet and they help get a more consistent wi-fi signal like
0: beacons almost
1: almost like beacons yeah Yeah, that would be a way to look at it okay and the setup of these pods is great because it uses bluetooth and that's how you you know you put your phone up against it when you're setting it up or within range of it really and and Mm -hmm. and then because of bluetooth being enabled you know you can name the pod you know, so if you have it in your upstairs hallway, call it upstairs hall. Now you're hearing about where I have these configured. If it's in the living room, you call it living room, whatever you want Mm -hmm. to call it. Mm -hmm. And then you can manage those through the XFi app as well. So you can check if one of those pods is offline, maybe you're seeing some sort of discrepancy. You can see what devices are connected to, you know, what pod, if you really want to geek out and -hmm. and manage your network, Uh, you know, that's probably... Not what everybody does, but there Mm -hmm. are times I just open it up because I'm curious. Uh, (laughs) I know that says a lot about me. You don't have to make (laughs) any comment there, Debbie. Uh, But, but, uh, you know, it can be fun too.
0: How about with COVID? How has that changed things for you all? COVID,
1: in my view, has really put an emphasis on the types of conversations we all have in the disability community about the importance of inclusion. Mm -hmm. Because now everybody needs to be included. But I think in some ways, not that there's a silver lining in any of this, but if we want to try to make lemons Mm -hmm. out of lemonade to some degree, I think that it's, at least in the corporate world, heightened the importance of what it means to be inclusive and inclusive Mm -hmm. design. Now everyone needs people to identify themselves in a Zoom meeting because there's 50 people on a call and... Everybody's in this little miniature box and you don't always see who's speaking right away. That's the story for (laughs) the rest of us that that are, you know, moving through everyday life. So for us with COVID on the customer side, it has caused us to accelerate what we call a digital first strategy. You may have run into situations where, you know, our technicians aren't able to come into the home for obvious Mm -hmm. reasons, employee safety and customer safety. Sure. So we're we're leaning in on what we call self-install, where we drop the package off. So if you wanted to get a new router or a new set-top box, you know, we would drop that on the porch, or or even it would be shipped to you, and then you would install it. Now we realize that that's not going to work for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. and so we're still able to get techs in homes when it's needed, mm-hmm. but we also want to use this opportunity to say, look, how do we make self-install more inclusive for people with disabilities? And some of us, if we have the right information, perhaps if we can manage the install process through our smartphone, could be very successful at it. So in that view, it's really caused us to take a look since the company accelerated self-install. This was probably 18 months worth of work, Mm -hmm. transitioned into weeks worth of work because we had to. Now my team We're looking at all the end-to-end flow of self-install and working with the product. We're not fully where we want to be there yet, but I think that's probably the most immediate impact from the customer-facing side out of COVID. The other piece I would mention with COVID is it has highlighted the importance of access to the internet. And Mm -hmm. last year, we announced the expansion of our Internet Essentials Program, which is internet service for individuals on fixed incomes. And so you can go to internetessentials.com or you can call our dedicated support center for customers with disabilities at 855-270-0379. Mm-hmm. And if you feel you might be eligible, then take advantage of it. And one caveat is you can't be an existing Xfinity customer to get into this program, but you know, it has helped a lot of people. I think we've connected 8 million people Americans since the program has been launched. So I just wanted to put that out there. Is
0: there anything I didn't ask that you want to make sure that we get in here?
1: No, I just remind people to take advantage of XFI and, and some of this and certainly make sure you're utilizing our, our dedicated support center for customers with disabilities. Again, 855-270-0379, or you can send an email to accessibility at comcast.com. We do have Braille and large print bills available. There was a challenge that we had with people requesting Braille and large print channel lineups. That process is going more smoothly now. And if it isn't, I hope somebody will let me know so that I can Mm -hmm. reinsert myself into the conversation. Uh, It was taking us way too long to get channel lineups out. Some people weren't getting them in accessible format, even though they had requested them. We believe we are making our way through the backlog. So if you have ordered one in the past and you don't have it, please reach back out to our dedicated support center for customers with disabilities and we'll make sure we get it right this time. And we apologize for the inconvenience uh, that we've caused you in the past due to our inability to turn them around as, as quickly as, as one would expect us to be able to do.
0: Okay, well, that's great. Well, it has absolutely been a pleasure to be with you today. I'm proud of all that Comcast is doing and uh, it's been a pleasure.
1: Well, Debbie, it's been great getting to know you a little bit. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing everybody in person next year.